Yo. I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Heartland Podcast. We are definitely in the Diddy Room. I have uh I like to thank everybody for tuning in. I have the pleasure of having Star in the building with me. What's up, Star? What's up? Peace and blessings, you already know. We also got a guest on the phone of Baton Rouge Finest. <laughs> I mean, Star needs no introduction. Everybody knows Star. A Wonder Woman, a woman of, of many skills and talents. Um, I once just saw her fight a bear and win. <laughs> Star, Star, Star also, I also saw her raise a chicken to life. I don't know. She just has a touch that <laughs> she just has. And then I have one of um, a friend of both me and Star's on the phone. She's uh, from Southern University. She's a, a professional woman now. Ken, uh, Ken what's up? Hey. <laughs> you are you are on the podcast. What's happening? What's happening? Nothing. Just at work. But you know, I gotta tune in every day for yes. the podcast because it's always good information, informative. I love what you're doing, Brandon. You better not stop either. Thank you. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you, Mama Kendra. <laughs> Thank, thank you. You better not stop. I, I thank you. I appreciate it. I've been doing. I've been doing pretty good uh, since since the last time you saw me. Man, it's been a, a minute. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember Southern University back in the day. That was probably a minute ago. But since then, since the last time you saw me, I've been to Baton Rouge like one time. Right. <laughs> and I rode through. Are you still in BR? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You don't sound so excited. <laughs> I am excited. I'm still here. It's just a lot of water everywhere. Mm. Everybody, it's, a, it's not a happy place like it was back when we was in the Palisades. But, you know, we got to keep moving. <laughs> we got to keep on moving. I know it's a lot of water everywhere. Tell me how, how you're doing. As I'm far doing as water fine. damage I, I mean, I'm... You got any? Oh, no, I didn't get any flooding. Thank, Thank God. the Lord. Right. But, um, I mean, Baton Rouge is doing fine. You know, they just got to stick together and do what they have to do. But we'll make it through. It's just a little bit of stepping stone. We just got to keep on walking. Keep on going through this. Hey, yes, exactly. So, exactly. That's how Baton Rouge, that's how I remember it. That's exactly how I remember it. Every time we get hit with something. There's always something, whether it's a hurricane, whether the power went out, whether your water went out, whether there's a gas leak, whether they, like, I feel like anything can happen, Baton Rouge. Sorry, am I, am I lying? Anything can happen? Lying. And we always seem to come through, especially, you know, going there for school and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, you don't want to say you're used to, to this going on, but you, like, you four tough to it. Like, you like, okay, we got a flood. You know, mm-hmm. stuff isn't good right now, but we're going to make it through. We're going to push through. How can we help um, out? How can we help out Baton Rouge? You know, like. Do, do they have yeah. a funding? Do they have a disaster relief? Um, Anything that we can kind of send out there to the people to um, actually kind of like donate or get involved um, with helping? Are they uh, needing volunteers at any type of shelters or anything like that? 
Well, they do need volunteers. Like, you know how everything was with a disaster. Everybody volunteers, like, the first few days. Mm -hmm. And then after, everybody just disappeared. But they still have shelters at the River Center, and they they were on the news the other day saying that they need a lot more volunteers because, you know, people stop volunteering, but mainly because everybody's going to clean out their houses. Now, Ricky, he's been out cleaning out houses, good houses. That's like a like a, a volunteer, part-time little job they have people doing now, just cleaning out houses because they got to take out the sheetrock, the carpets, the floor. So they need a lot of volunteers. All the other stuff, the, you know, the FEMA gives the water and the food and shelter, and they're working on getting them some trailers in the area. But right now, everybody just needs a lot of help cleaning out their home. That's the main thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So shouts out to all of the people out there working and volunteering to help you guys get through the recovery. Shout out to um, the young men out there also, Ricky being one of them. You, you <laughs> good, good job out there, Ricky. I know you're out there making people laugh also. <laughs> Since, uh, all right, I want to give you something else, too. I guess something else for a lot of people that be li- are going to listen because they're going to tune in because you're on the podcast, Kendra. I want to uh, tell people about what I've been doing since southern actually since southern i started something called heartland hip-hop and I thank you i appreciate it so i, I started heartland ah. hip-hop and i've been running a radio show i've been on internet radio shows i have youtube videos like my facebook Insta- instagram we've had events i've sold merchandise i've done djing in four different states all the way south by southwest a3c I've been in a Nerve DJs conference. Hosting. I've hosted events. I've hosted events. I've done. I was in a battle at for being a DJ scratch battle. So you know I've done. <laughs> I've done a little bit of it. I've done a little bit of it all. And so so what I did was I've been been trying to work on the brand because the brand is still Heartland and I started a Heartland podcast like to work in connection with Heartland hip-hop to work in connection with heartland live um i worked in connection with also my personal brand you know also work in connection with your brand also work in connection with stars brand like trying to put on people has been what i've been doing yeah just putting people just putting people on you know the, south, the southern way the, you know <laughs> <laughs> just 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 kind of putting people on that's what that's what i've been that's what i've been on so now you're on my podcast it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you think about that? Am I live right now? You You're are recording. You're yes, but it's a recorded podcast. Oh no! Well, you know I'm hoarse right now. This is not my best voice. Oh uh, please! Well, whenever you get to you, whenever you get the YouTube channel up, I want to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the YouTube is still live. It's HeartlandHipHopTV.com. It's just a regular-ass YouTube page right now. We're not shooting any. I got my interviews on there. You can check out my interviews oh. on there. I interviews, um, I interviewed Young Buck. That's on there. So I've interviewed a lot. I interviewed some people. Yeah, just go check it out. Um, we're going to send you all the links also. The, Heart, um, yeah. the Heartland. There's people listening. People are listening to this. HeartlandHipHopTV.com. It's over mm-hmm. 50 videos. They range from interviews, podcast, my air check. It has everything on heartlandhiphoptv.com. 
and Heartland Hip and Facebook.com slash Heartland Hip Hop. Or you can just search hashtag HLHH. That'll also pull up the podcast. So HLHH is, um, I also, I also created a gang sign as well. <laughs> I've, been, I've been very busy. <laughs> just, just trying to get creative. We just kind of like trying to be too creative. You start thinking of hand symbols. I've been, I've been just doing a little bit of it all, Kendra. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I stay busy. So the so what we're going to do is we're going to come back into this uh, topic. I want you to talk about some uh, topic, but hold on for a second, Kendra. We'll be right back with you. All right. So Kendra, yo, welcome back to the HeartlandPodcast.com. It's your man DJ Brandon, aka B Diddy, aka B Diddy Radio. <laughs> On the gram, we got Star. Yo, shouting out to all the beautiful ladies out there and all my sisters, my black queens. And do we still got? And do we still have a guest with us? Kendra. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Don't be shy, Kendra. Look, let me tell y'all something. Why you do that? You put it, so you was like, I'm my beautiful black queens, my Nubian princesses, everybody in the building. What's up? Yes, you yes. That was you, Star. Yes. You, like, hey. Uh-huh. Yes. You got to come in on that part. You wanted the, you wanted the black queens. You wanted the beautiful women. So you definitely got to chime in on. Y'all, Kendra is one of my closest friends. Um... And also, she is a beautiful person inside and out and has the biggest smile you have ever seen in the world. I love her. So I definitely want to thank you for being a part of this co- podcast tonight because I know you're busy. I know. Thank you so much. Let me talk about my big smile. I'm trying to work <laughs> on it. I'm trying to tone it down. So no. Keep, no. Don't, don't, put a, don't put a bushel over that light. Don't do that. And, and shit. <laughs> Do you claim yourself to be light skin? Huh? Do you claim to be light skin? I am light skin. <laughs> oh. a, it, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. Talk about no, no, just a, we can it's just a conversation we just have and that's all the podcast is. Just a conversation. Mm-hmm. So was it what does it mean to you to be light skinned? It was because I feel like at a certain point that it's gone out of style. I don't mean a lot of people that's saying that they light skin no more. Yeah, I'm still light skinned You know, <laughs> it's hard out here. <laughs> it is hard. I always used to tell stars. So I remember I used to tell you that. Yeah. Like, it's so hard being light skin And it really is. Like, I don't know. It's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. People don't take you seriously, all because I smile and I'm a good person. They think I'm playing, or they think they can get over. And this is it's all because you're light skinned, right? I think it, yes, yes, <laughs> because the same. You you're the same person. You can do the same thing, but when when you do it, it's oh you have an attitude or you being a bee, you know stuff like that. I don't know. It's always, oh, girl. Ugh, life skin. Life skin. I'm in the 
Play, that's one. That's another day. That's another day, <laughs> another topic. Now, so we're the topic for today is entitlement. So some things that people feel like they're entitled to. Do Do you run into a lot of entitled people like Star in your everyday life? What's the do you What's the majority of people? Do you think they feel like they're entitled or that they're not entitled? Well, I I mean I think that would be a biased opinion coming from me, but I feel like. Every day, I feel like everybody in the world feels like they're entitled, even if it's just in your household entitlement. Like you feel like you're entitled to um, your own room if you're if you're if you're a son or a daughter in the house. When really, no, you can share a room with your sister, or your damn brother, and be happy because you ain't paying no bills. But you feel entitled because hey, you know, I'm I'm a son or I'm a daughter, and this these are my parents, and I live here. So why can't I have my own room? People feel entitled to just anything even on the job say you've been on a job for like five years and then there's this new person coming mm-hmm. so you feel territorial and entitled to certain things well i'm entitled to a morning schedule they have to take the night shift schedule you know i've been here longer you know it it can go so many different ways it can go so left i've seen so many people take that approach too and like in their jobs, yeah, like they don't—they don't even recognize protocol. Sometimes I feel like they just kind of go. Oh, no, <laughs> like they feel like they should get the the best no. shift. They just going in, like, and they really—they're serious about it too. So so mm-hmm. serious, like like certain things, like people don't even understand. Like when you hire somebody new on to the job, they might have a better schedule because that's an incentive to hire new people. Right. Some people feel so pissed. They're like, man, I should just quit and just come back. I'm like, you dumbass, you're going to lose all your, your tenure <laughs> and all your extra pay that you that you got. And all you like, why would you do that just for a better shift? Like, come on, man, don't don't be so mad. If you, And if you are, don't be mad at the other person because that's just going to be your loss. They came in and this is what they get. People feel like they're entitled. I, don't ne- I never feel I feel like people that feel like they're entitled things kind of a drain on, on society. What do you think, Kendra? I'm sorry, you said what am I people concerned? people that are entitled are a drain on society. What do you think? Uh, I started been on a job for five years and then somebody come in and it's kinda like, you know, I pay my dues. I mean, I do feel like it is a drain on society, but at the same time do the council paying your dues? Like, I don't know. I, I'm going to share a personal story with you. When I I work full-time, full-time, over 60 hours a week, I can't get child care assistance. Now, do I feel like I'm entitled to some child care assistance because I'm a full-time single parent working and I need a little extra money to pay for child care? Yes. Because I pay taxes. Like, does that mean that I'm, like, one of those wrongfully entitled people? I do feel like they need to up the pay or get some, give me something. <laughs> just a little bit. Because I'm at work. I'm at work all day. Full but, time. But, I'm at work all day. But does that mean that you're balling, though? Or does that mean that you just have less money because you're, is it, like, explain to me economics because I'm thinking about, like, is there a sliding scale? Well, they say, well, 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 they say I'm balling. <laughs> that's why. That's why I hear. I know. I but, but I know that little money go fast because I. Right. That little money seems like it. Once you break a hundred dollar bill, it's gone. Sure. 
once you break it, it's gone. But yeah, like that entitlement, like I feel like that's something that a full time working woman, you should get that. But a drain on society, yeah, some people do drain it out. Some people do take it to the whole, a whole nother level. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta have this, you gotta have this. The, I don't know, like mm-hmm. the baby of the family. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're entitled because they're the baby. Like, I'm always gonna be the baby. No, yeah, I don't even know. That's that. No, I hear what you're saying. That was a good example. Though. That was a good example because that 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 childcare example suck struck home. Yeah, it did. Even for, even for me, I'm a single parent, a single mother, and um, when they look at your income, they're like, oh well, uh, according to what we are uh, required to give um, for what income is based on, you are a dollar over what uh, uh is qualified for so since you're like one dollar over we can't give you child care and they literally will uh, do you like that they'll, a they'll dollar some, I, that happened to me of, a dollar a dollar so some white man told you that you couldn't get something for a dollar or is it do they send a black person out to do it oh they the, the black people work it of <laughs> course you're gonna put black people in front of black people and say that because you already know already know. No, now they in the back looking <laughs> they, they but check. they ain't gonna come out and let you know like <laughs> they checking hey, the paperwork right that that's all they damn doing oh hey go out there and uh let her know that uh yeah so what so so this is so another black person had to tell you that she was over a dollar did they they even try yeah. to give you no black person slide. They didn't I try know. to give me a slide. They said that, you oh. know, my pa- the paperwork proved it. My check stubs and all that stuff. So it's kind of like, and I'm just like, that is complete bullshit. Okay? <laughs> I'll go back and change some numbers around. Right. Like so, I come, give, let me come back hey, tomorrow. Hey, let me tell you. But that's, but you yeah, but no, but. You got to do out here. That's, I mean, for a dollar. Isn't that real a dollar? I don't know. This a dollar messing you up so bad. And the crazy thing is, hey, I need the damn child care because if I don't, then how I'm going to work? You know, like, but they don't think like that. So mm-hmm. that is kind of like an ongoing cycle in which also kind of creates that energy of entitlement. So because imagine you being a part of something that is you have a lot of limitations in our society. And, you know, they call us the free country. But it's a lot of limitations in our society, and it's in our jobs, and it's in our restaurants, it's in our homes and stuff like that, rules and stuff put on. So it's kind of like if you follow the rules, if you go to work and do what you're supposed to do, if you don't break the law, if you, you know, you obey these things, people start to feel entitled to certain things. If I've worked at your job for 40 years and I don't Mm -hmm. have at least six shares of this job, what is the point of me working hard at this job without feeling like I should be entitled to something? What do you feel like? What do you feel like, Kendra? (laughs) Your tenure and your job. Well, I I don't want to say your job because that's your job, right? But if in a perfect world, what would be some good uh, tenure that somebody should have. She gave the star gave the example of six years because you've been working there forty years. What's a good What's a yeah. good number? What's a good number if you're doing that, Kendra? What do you think? I don't know. I say I don't know. I say two. two yeah, three. like if you could commit to somebody's job for two years or more, mm-hmm. 
I feel like right. you should start being considered for other things because at that point it's kind of like, are you going to give me a raise or are you going to offer me anything more or I'm just going to move on? You know, um, however, people don't look at it like that. They look at it as if I train you, they're going to keep you. If, if a company keeps you for five years or even two two to five years, they're pretty much good with letting you go and training somebody else because they're gotten their money worth out of you. They don't look at you mm-hmm. as valuable anymore. Have you have you experienced? I've I've heard that before. Have you ever heard that before, Kendra? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. definitely. My last job, <laughs> my last job, a good example. I was there for three years. They train. They do all that extensive sales training. They teach you all techniques. You know, see you on all this corporate training. Blah blah blah. But then as soon as I say, well, you know what, I think I want to move to corporate. I want to go, I want to do something else. Oh, no, you can't, you can't leave us. you the best we have, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, no. But what are they offering? Me. You know, they don't want right. you to advance. Nothing. They're not offering a raise, <laughs> but they want you to stay enslaved. You, you, right, they want you to stay right there and be compliant. I'm like, no, I'm here to learn something and go on about my way. <laughs> you're too, it's almost like you're too good of an employee. We don't never want you to stop being an employee. <laughs> we don't want you to stop doing all this That's working like, hard, but you ain't getting nothing in return. <laughs> That's all like slavery. That's all death like slavery. That sounds like exactly the playbook from slavery. Like, look, you're doing such a good job. That's what that's I'm why, saying. That's this why is you how it's set up. This is how it's set up. And they might give you a little bread and water here and there to kind of like make you feel like, hey, we appreciate you. And that's probably like what? Once a year, once every two years. But you got to move on. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, so eventually a lesson that you learned is that you had to move on, right? Yeah. Keep us selling techniques with somebody else. Start my own something. That's right. It's all about learning. Everything you learn, just keep in the back of your head and see somebody else and keep it moving. Use it for yourself. Because so, they did teach me stuff. I did some good selling to me. I can sell some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so talking talking about talking about selling, there was somebody that just lost their sponsorships. Um, Ryan Lochte. He just went down to Brazil. And, do you, and how much of his lie felt like entitlement? Do you feel like there's any entitlement into his lying? Do you feel like he was, he felt some kind of privilege, ergo white privilege, that he could just lie about uh, somebody putting a gun in his face? Um, are you familiar with Ryan Lockley, yeah, are uh, Kendra? You, are, are you familiar with the topic? You know, I watched Olympics. I saw that he had a, um, like he, 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 what happened? He got arrested or something like that. He he was peeing all over stuff. <laughs> he was literally peeing on stuff, and somebody told him to stop. <laughs> and, he, and he and his response was no. And then he lied about the damage that not um they wanted to pay for damage, and he lied about them trying to stick him up for money. And it came out because they got him on videotape peeing on stuff. I think <laughs> they, oh. he's out here wilding. He's like the wet bandits. Oh. Remember Home Alone, the wet bandits? That's what Ryan oh, liked. Oh, yeah, the second one. the bandits in the second one. Yeah. <laughs> He's out here wilding like the, like, like the wet bandits. 
<laughs> so, hell no. That's the red bandit. <laughs> that's, that's a meme. Okay. That's a meme right there. The wet bandit. I need to write <laughs> write that down. Somebody write that down, Kendra. Write that down. I don't know. In your free time, I know you said you're ex social media addict, but uh, tweet wet bandits. Like just a picture of Home Alone, but that's uh, I'm gonna write that down. And do you feel like he was entitled at all? Do you think there's a difference? But do you think he would been treated that same if he was black? Keep in mind he's lost all no. his sponsorships. We keep in mind no. he's lost all his sponsorships. No. Oh, he lost weight, so he did lose all his sponsors. He lost Nike. Somebody's trying to. Somebody is finally being treated like a black man. But the thing is, black (laughs) men don't have to do shit to be treated that way. He actually did something (laughs) and got treated that way. You get accused of some shit. (laughs) We get black black men get accused. Oh oh, goddamn! If you point your finger, you you fucking did something wrong, and all your endorsements is gone. I saw some black men at the Olympics dancing with their shirt off, and I just felt scared for their safety. <laughs> like, they're going to come get y'all. Y'all out there just flexing too much. Y'all got to calm down. Uh-uh. Right. And it's sad that we, we got to feel like, oh, my God, put your shirt back on for the goddamn take all your endorsements, bro. You will never be on the Olympics again. Right. And then here go this motherfucker peeing every fucking way. And, and then trying to lie about it and think he actually was confident enough to really believe that he was going to get away with it. See, that lets you know where this man mind frame is as. That's entitlement. Isn't that's it? entitlement. You feel as like you're going to get you, away with you, you feel like you're going to get away with it. However, that shit happened mm-hmm. to us. Maybe if I had a weak bladder and did that shit, they wouldn't even give a. Oh, she had a weak bladder, but she pissed on the blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's it for me. It's, it's rough out here in the streets. <laughs> Mm, that's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's real. It's real out here in these streets. All right. So in the disaster effort, I know we. Um, you're in bad. You're in the uh, Jigga City. <laughs> you're a Jiggy City. You're a Jigga City All Star. <laughs> the big raggedy. Jigga train coming through. <laughs> Jigga train coming through. Do what? How are the blacks and the whites acting when it comes to getting this aid? Is there a difference in how there are um? Do white people feel like more entitled? Or are they backing up? Do black people feel like they're more entitled since shit is just fucked up out there? What do you think is going on? I don't know. I think a lot of people, since they lost everything or so much stuff, like they really are trying to act like it doesn't bother them. But, you know, the president was here yesterday. and Didn't know that. Yeah, the president was here yesterday, and... You know, he went to, you know, visit Alton Sarah's family because they lost a lot of stuff. And, you know, he was in the inner city. You know, Donald Trump was, like, throwing jazz of why he wasn't here already. But a lot of people on the news, like, the white community were just like, well, why he didn't come over here? Like, why he didn't come to this area? You know, like... Making it seem, making it about a, you know, like he went to, he went to North Beverage or South Beverage, whatever. I don't know the town. Like, I don't know the city like that, but he went over to the inner city. He didn't come over here. Well, first of all. I don't mean start, to cut you off, but that's the start least. warming up. That is the least Obama can do because he has not done anything for the black community. Okay, so the least he can do right, is go to the black out. side of the neighborhood and say hi. <laughs> right, let me stop by. Let me right. show up. 
So why are you mad? He's giving y'all everything. Like, he's, he's like chill. me. He's like me before I go eat food at somebody's house. Like, let me go say what's up at least. <laughs> and then ask them if they got something to eat. Let me speak. Let me speak. Just let me. Is that that's exact that's exactly how he treated the situation, very casually. But they they feel like he didn't come, so did they feel like he didn't come came today? But so now they feel is that entitlement because they feel like he came today. City. They feel entitled. They feel like yeah, he should have came after, home. Right, he should have came. He should have came on mm. that side of town. And you know, and it's it's so stupid because after like the shooting and all that stuff. Everybody was like, let's pray, let's get together, let's come together. But I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news that often. I don't stay on social media all day long. But Recovering just addict. Looking, just watch, right. But just watching, like, mm-hmm. just watching people, like, just really just stop and look at how people act. It's crazy. Like, they don't, ew, that's a whole nother topic. But it, they, it's just like they do feel like, you know, like superior, but then it's still kind of like fear, like they're scared of, you know, something. But they were mad at Obama for coming out here, going to Glen Oaks and shaking people's hands and passing out food. They were mad about that. I heard somebody talking about it today. I work in the mall. I had a store in the mall. I heard somebody talking about it today. If you, if like, anybody oh, ever asked you an opinion about, you know, or even said something like, oh, yeah, so I didn't know why Obama didn't even come over our community and talk to us and every day. <laughs> like, God, like, I just feel so bad about that. You should say, oh, well, you know, did Obama pass laws for you guys that you benefit from? Did Obama pass laws for the gay community that they benefit from? Did Obama pass laws for the Hispanic community that they benefit from? Oh, and now ask yourself, did Obama pass any laws for the black community that they benefit from? Hell no. So that one little bit of steps that he took into a black community out of the whole United States of America, them couple of steps he took into Baton Rouge on the urban side of town, Right. Just to give somebody a hug. And, right. You know, just to shake somebody's hand. And they making it like, ew, he didn't even count. What? <laughs> Bye. Shit, I can't <laughs> even. Saying that's the least he could do for us. Is the t- I mean, really, I, him shaking hands and feeding food is shit to me. You know, because we don't have any concrete, nothing concrete that we can move on, that we can build on, um, that mm-hmm. that we could be proud of. But they do. So shut the hell up. Stop complaining. You ain't got star warmed up. <laughs> you ain't got star warmed up. <laughs> you ain't got star warmed up. So we're we're gonna come back. We're gonna come back from. We're gonna take a second. I'm about to come back with a, your your uh rap facts real quick i got a, a history quote uh we got a section i want to do it's called uh facts so i'm gonna come back with a section called facts hold on kendra we'll be right back with you
Collins Club up here. Girl, we got so many new connections now. I wish you could have. What's that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about. I'm sorry about that, Kendra. But I wanted to give a little fact that just came out. This is uh, my section. I like to call it Black Facts. So you still on? I thought you were taking a break. No, no. I had to come back with my Black Fact for today. (laughs) So I have a Black Fact for you. Okay. You can hashtag hashtag Black Facts. This is uh, my segment on the show. It's been Black Fact. It's been four years since Frank Ocean released his first project. Five years since his single Nova Kane came out, and he just released his album. Black Fact. So that's um that's a little moment in entertainment. Are you are you paying attention to the music scene out there, Kendra? Can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> Kendra. <laughs> Kendra, are you paying attention to the music scene out there? No, I couldn't hear you. I heard I didn't hear you. Well, are you paying what kind of music are you listening to? What do you listen to which when you're in your car and you uh out here working these these sixty hours? What Oh, it just depends on my mood. Tell me, if tell I'm me what the to... people wanna know. I don't know. Earlier today, I was listening to Party Next Door, but I love me some 2 chains. I got to have me some 2 chains to get my day started. Like, it was in the gym, 2 chains, Gucci Mane, like, I don't know. I guess I call it ignorant. Ignorant <laughs> That's what I was about to ask you. Let me tell you about Kendra. Kendra likes the stupidest shit ever. She loves people that are stupid. Okay. She likes ignorant ass music or mm-hmm. some of you saying something stupid that she is very entertained by that. She's all in. She's all in. <laughs> all on. So when she said two chains, I was gonna automatically say, Why the hell do you like two chains? I already know what her answer was gonna be, but you already know why I like two chains. Girl, you already know. Girl, when he said he fucked the bitch out her, I laughed she saw that. <laughs> 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 Fuck the bitch out of her eyelashes. Has it it ever, have you ever lost (laughs) an eyelash in sex? Yeah. What, for real? Oh, wow. You have little missing pieces of eyelash. Like, you have this nice full lash, and you have little empty spots. Now, I can truly say that I have never experienced. I didn't know I that was wear, a real I thing. Wear, I, I didn't know that was a real thing. Eyelash. Oh, no, those fake lashes, girl, be, be, in the morning, they'll be all crinkled up. <laughs> they'll be all curled. You just have to take them off because they'll be bent up. It'll be a mess. Oh, damn. No, no. But, yeah, I do like two chains. I listen to everything, though. I like... I like Megan Trainor. I like John Legend, Alicia Keys. I listen to everybody, Usher, everybody. Like, I listen to everything. But it just depends on how I get my day started. If I'm feeling down, I get some Richard Smallwood. <laughs> if I'm feeling up, I'm going to be up, up, up with some Ray Sherman. <laughs> 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 Well, I know one of those artists. I know one of those artists. I know Ray Sherman is. I don't know who Richard Smallwood is. Who's that? You don't know who Richard Smallwood is? No idea. Richard Smallwood could be in this room right now, and I would. He wrote Total Praise. He's like the best gospel songwriter ever. 
remember. Guess what? Guess who doesn't listen to a lot of gospel music? Apparently, because <laughs> I, oh. I used to be into it. What ha- do you do? You think you're getting more into gospel music now that you're going there? You're getting less into it because I'm I'm less into it now. I used to be that. That's just around. you know what that means. He's going over I'm to the dark side. I like just classics. I just like classics. I don't like no new shit. Like oh, he like gospel. way in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. He like them Negro spirituals. Oh, uh, he was like what they saw in Chardonnay housewarming. What they saw? Oh it's God, I didn't even know it. That's what I want. I want black people singing in my housewarming. That's what I want. They that's, sung that's this saying. Negro spiritual at Chardonnay's housewarming. One of our close friends, of course, Brandon knows her also. Yeah. Um, she's a part of the crew. Um, but we went to her house warming. Um, congratulations to her having her own house, even hey, though it got plotted. Hey, Ken- um, Kendra, were you there <laughs> the night when Chardonnay got up at karaoke and said, fuck everybody in the club? <laughs> oh, Mellow no. Mushroom? Yes. Yeah, you, you weren't there, Kendra? <laughs> you mel- you no. remember that moment? I remember that moment. I've, that was fearful. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like one of those, you know how she could get. So, yeah, she just got out, violated everybody. <laughs> so, so. Were y'all in Tigerland? Yes, yes, we were in Tigerland. Oh, I'll... well, yeah, Tigerland. Oh, yeah, I can believe it. He loves me. That's Chardonnay. It, it's just like when we went to Tigerland, we had a good time, <laughs> but it was always one something. That, that happened, make yeah. The whole night yeah. go bad. Yeah. <laughs> to make the whole night go bad. So, do you oh, think... I can believe she got up and said, look at everybody. <laughs> So at, so at her so at her housewarming they try to put a little Jesus back into the- <laughs> they try to put a Jesus little Jesus in the house yes they try a little Jesus in the house and they sing what and what's what song did they sing do you know we don't know now everybody I, else I didn't know did you I know knew the, I knew the song but I can't remember the song like I, I can't, can't remember, remember the word the song. is okay but was it lift every voice and it sing <laughs> no, I'm testing y'all. It was one, Does, y'all lift every it voice was and not sing. Lift every voice and sing. It was like a okay. real Negro spirit, like some stuff that you'd be like, "Damn, if if you trying to get a house together and the mm-hmm. family's broken." I don't think, but star, honestly, I don't think it was like a real Negro spiritual. Like, I don't <laughs> oh, think it was like church. It was more some it Baptist no church type overcome. shit. Was it? Was it Richard Smallwood? If <laughs> we don't know it. <laughs> No, it wasn't that one either. It wasn't that one either. But I knew the song, but I was laughing so hard because one, I had been drinking sangria since I walked through the door, and two, everybody was looking around like, "What is this song?" And I just stopped laughing. So everybody trying to sing her ass over there laughing hard. Kendra is. Yes, yes. While while you're singing a gospel song after the pastor already blessed the house. After a pastor, where did sangria come from, Kendra? Oh wow! Well, you I, um, was it there? Or did you bring your own sangria? I um I made the sangria. So sorry, <laughs> you you were there too? Yeah. <laughs> you were, uh, I didn't know the damn song. I I literally sat there and looked at everybody else. Like oh, you were there. You were there for this fuckery. So <laughs> so 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 how did it? So you brought the liquor. Because of what? Why did you bring the liquor? Housewarming. First of all, housewarming with black people. First number one rule is food yes. and drink. <laughs> Everything else <laughs> comes after. 
<laughs> ain't nobody. Let me tell you something. Ain't nobody coming to your house, woman, if you ain't got no damn food and you ain't got nothing to drink. That's mm-hmm. it. So I mean, they gonna come because I was, and you know, I would still go if I'm invited. But it just made the housewoman just a little bit warmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the housewoman was warm. You know me. So it so it took so the black fact was it took four years for Frank Ocean to come out with a second album. If there's since you're older now, do you even anticipate music? Uh, do you ever anticipate music star? Or Kendra, do you ever anticipate music? I remember when Rihanna would come out. Like, when uh, Rihanna first came out, I saw her career go from, you know, an urban singer to a pop singer with SOS. And after that, I kind of, like, kind of got addicted to what they were going to do on her next project. So I I anticipated the next album. Um, so yeah, I mean, even at my age, I still anticipate certain things, but you gotta, you gotta make me wet for me to anticipate it or you gotta mind fuck me. Cause other than that, I'll listen to your single and shit on the radio or I might chime into you on media, but, uh, that's about it. And I ain't gonna get too excited. Like how people get excited for Beyonce lemonade and all that extra shit she does. I don't get excited for stuff like that. Yeah. I remember star doesn't like Beyonce. Well, how you feel? Happens. How you feel about star? That is Beyonce. not true. I never said I did not like Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> so we just gonna, you did say that. in the beehive, baby, we're going to be all on your Facebook page. Oh. Bees. <laughs> well, bring them damn bees. Oh, guess what no, I got? No, you don't want that. She, she's really. I got, I got scorpions and tarantulas. So bring them bees on, baby. She, hey, start. How do you feel yeah. about Kendra? How do you feel about star not liking Beyonce? And you, That's not true. Don't listen to Brandon. I never said I did not like Beyonce. Okay. Right. So do you anticipate music, Kendra? So as a beehive uh, <laughs> member. <laughs> do you how how much uh, tuning in do you do for Beyonce's movements? How far in advance do you set your Beyonce clock? You know, not that not that far in advance. When I hear something coming out, I'm like, oh okay, I'm gonna have to listen to it. I mean, I like the music. I love Beyonce, but so you ain't, ain't no, no true B. Beehive you ain't never. no B. You right. ain't no B. I ain't no Beehive. <laughs> No, girl, I look. <laughs> I ain't no troll, but I do follow all her music, and I can, like you said, how Rihanna, how she just uh, went pop, but I still listen to it. But I remember Beyonce when I was like, I don't want to say high school, and like the songs that she was just singing about. Oh, when he first saw me, and we was in love, and all that. Like I like that Beyonce. Girl, and never and been when she was hood, now, when she was hood, right, but now, but now she all, uh, I ain't fine, I ain't fine. Now she yeah, all Jay Z, none damn, <laughs> about to give her ass a heart right, attack. That's what it she, is. <laughs> right, now she's feeling, now she's, she's platinum, gold record feeling, Beyonce. But I still like her music. But hey, I no. still do anticipate. But now I don't know. Nobody. I don't anticipate 2 chains. I heard he dropped some. And I listened to like a week later. <laughs> I still like it though. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I'm, <laughs> now I'm anticipate. I always anticipate. I feel like the last five years has been last seven years. Drake. Anticipation for Drake. Uh-huh. Any and all things. Anything, all things. Uh, <laughs> uh, Drizzy. <laughs> what else? What? 
for some reason, Star is showing pictures of orifices to me, and it's, it's messing me up. Anyway, I can't even focus now. Sorry, I anti- I anticipate. <laughs> Damn, man. This- Kendra. <laughs> Kendra. Kendra. Huh? Are you in the group me? Yeah. Are you in Star's group me? I, I was in the group me, but I undownloaded the app because I never participated. Okay. Kendra's a seer, and then she'll come in here and do some random shit and leave out. Okay, you you might be better because some things you just can't unsee, Kendra. <laughs> you ever you ever have that moment where you just can't unsee something you saw it, <laughs> and you and you're gonna be scarred by it. Uh-huh, this is uh-huh. that just happened to me when I was talking about Drake. So now it's the, those two are gonna be sewn together forever for me. <laughs> Thank you for ruining Drake That's for me, good. Star. You know I don't fuck with Drake. So I'm glad <laughs> to put those two in the same. <laughs> sure category for you. You think about him when you think about this. I am oh man. So 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 um question how often do you like your artists to come out with new music? Do you like them to come out yearly, every four years? You just wanna be classic, just like Frankie Beverly and Mays. What kind what do you like what how often do you like artists to come out with new music? Well I, for me it depends on the artist. Okay. Because Beyonce, they expect her to come back to back and back. Take a little break, come back to back to back. Rihanna, they expect that. When Mariah was just getting it, they expected mm-hmm. that from her. But however, for somebody like um, John Legend, they expect him to take a break. I got, and then come back I got with a follow-up question. Shit. I got a follow-up question. What's the last album that you really anticipated, that you really liked, and how long did it take you to get over it? If ever. Did you ever get over it? Kendra? How long did it take? Did you ever get over an album, or how long did it take you to get over the last one that you really liked? The last one I really really liked. And then all of a sudden, like it, all of a sudden, does it does it ever just fall out of the rotation? I've I've had that happen. Some things just never made it back well, up to yeah, the top. Like with Beyonce Lemonade, like after mm. I've watched the the visual album and downloaded title and I had title like I downloaded title like I've I've been paying a subscription for title after I got the album and watched it I was like okay I want to undownload this and I couldn't figure out how to you know (laughs) cancel my subscription (laughs) yeah so I had to keep it so then it was like ugh, like Mm. (laughs) whatever but I think it happened in like maybe a week or two because after that I was wow I ain't seen. Well, yeah, I heard no. that it was just a little too much anyway, and some of it was kind of like they didn't get it, and then you know, but whatever. I I took I listened to a snippet of what was going on and um seen a couple of videos, and I thought you know it was kind of more so of um her trying to. I like the poetry in it, the I, poetry and like that part of it. Right, the other right. Part, like we also trying to be all he's you know I can't relate. Right, <laughs> so it kind of—I guess it kind of threw people for a loop. Um, so I think once you get once it get, becomes too complicated for the listener and the viewer, they kind of lose interest because it's kind of like you want to stay connected. Um, you want to make sure people can relate as much as possible. One of my favorite albums was um, "New Life" by Monica, and Monica to me has been one of the most talented singers new life by monica yeah i know what what song is on new life by monica new life like i'm packing up my yesterday <laughs> oh anyway miss me 
I don't know okay. the album. How old is it? How old is it? That, that's that's a couple of years old. But okay. But you your question was that I mean, how long does it take you to get over? Do you ever right. get over it? That's one of those albums that I ain't never got over. Mm. Never, mm-hmm. never. She she makes music that you can relate to at any time, at any day any moment in your life because it's real life stuff that you know she's experiencing and people have experienced so you kind of you kind of stay tuned to it mm. i think that's Shout out to monica too last like, album that i really was ex- excited for was views by who from the six oh yeah like oh yeah from the oh wow wow and think about that i haven't listened to that album probably i know i haven't listened to it all month I'm. I don't think I listen to it. I don't listen to it pretty much. I don't listen to it. I probably listened to it ten times. That's it since it came out. But it's been like number one in the country. People are loving this album, right? And I haven't listened to it. I'm not. It's not the most. It's not even my first thing I want to play when I pick up my phone. No, views. If if I was even to put a playlist together, that my ten favorite songs from this year, none of them would be from views. Oh wow. Who, I think so, yeah. Who who would you I would say, say though that has a good album? Ten that, that I like this year, or ten yeah. songs I like this year. Or at what least, do you mean, album? at least, at least. Okay, so you know how when you listen to an album, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you listen to it, and you go through the whole album. You're like, damn, this whole album popping, or like you like, oh, about three songs. You know, like, mm. you know, who album did you listen to this year? You, I'm talking to you too, Kendra. Like you listened to this year? Did you just like? Damn, like this whole I shit pop. For the next one, yeah, yeah. I think party next door, party next door. I never heard it. I never I heard that one. I heard it. I listened to it on title the other night. Okay, so you gotta I chime in on like, that. Party next door, party next door. Now, who album? Who is this? I don't know. I don't know who he is. I clicked on it, and I well, you know what? I think he's from Canada. He might be. We gotta find. Drake we gotta find. I, I know party the answer. Next. I know okay. Party Next Door is Drake's artist. He's a dude from Canada. He Drake dates Kalani, who is also Kyrie Irving's ex girlfriend. Okay. He wrote. Oh, he wrote, so that's what they. Oh, okay. He oh, wrote work okay. for Rihanna. It's probably his number one song. Uh huh. Well, the, the album was good. Nineteen forty two. When he was saying 1942, and if we need some tequila, 1942, and I'm like, oh, that's not tequila. That's what I need. Shout out to tequila, baby. Patron, ice. That tequila, 1942. It was really, I don't know, tonight, y'all should listen to it. I'm going to check it out. Have a listening party, because it's really good. You know what? It's no, really good. I'm gonna tell you, last album I really liked. Now it's not from this year, but I was really into DS2, Dirty Sprite 2, mm. What a Time to Be Alive, Monster, Beast Mode, and Fifty Six Nights. I was in. I was Future. Those albums from Future. That's the last time that I listened future, to out some back to back to back to back to back. Future make to back. my vagina wet. Do you not hear me? <laughs> I, like. I and 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 future, I don't understand shit you be saying. And then when I look up the words, I'm like, damn, you saying some crazy shit. 
Uh, but at the end of the day, that voice and the way you do it, and shout out to your beat makers, the people that make that beats for you to just lay them tracks Metro down. Metro Boomin. Look, Metro Boomin and Southside are named the producers. Let's all have a private party with just me and y'all. Like we we can kick it, have fun. You know what I'm saying? Very exclusive. Don't tell nobody type shit. Let's sign contracts on that shit to kind of party. Shout out the future, baby. I love you. Kendra, what's up with your friend? <laughs> what, what, de- describe to me what she just said, and, and what do you think she just said? <laughs> these, these, w- these women out here know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, they already know. Pride for the contract. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Make the beat. I'll lay down the track all right <laughs> on my surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't even look at her. Oh, that was that's hilarious. I didn't Perfect. mean to sidetrack y'all, but future dude, he he gives me something that I ain't never had before. Now Ti, everybody knows I'm in love with Ti. He my number one baby daddy. Oh my god, Ti. But we gonna go there right now. But future, he he's a runner up, bro. He's a runner up. And I ain't leaving Duran out, but that's basketball. So we just gonna keep him in his lane. And starless her booze. And starless her celebrity booze. So, if if you're uh, if you're interested in 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 paperwork, star is the person that's for you. Uh, it's, it's, all, it's all paperwork. <laughs> Signing these consent forms, the privacy. Yeah, I got you. Consent form. You get your consent form. <laughs> that's wow, hilarious. For the party. And disclosures. We need a lot of those. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> I'm not even going to do it no more. I'm not going to do it no more. Did you where was it ever was it ever like that for you, Kendra? Were you like, man, this dude's music was just like anything. You do anything for him because of, because of the music. Speak your mind. Not really. Don't lie, Kendra. I mean, when I hear Touche say that stupid shit, I'd be like, "Ooh, I wonder what that's like." (laughs) But (laughs) other than not even an R and B artist, like when Jay Holiday hit the scene. And he came oh, out with my Usher. Oh my God, he's my Usher. Girl. Now Usher, he's that's a whole nother level of wetting your pussy. Like he just do it effortlessly. Now you listen to his shit and be like, "Damn, Usher, really? You really good in bed like that for real? You just around here stunning. Mm-hmm. And you just writing this song. Like you just can you oh. really lick my pussy like you said you can? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'm a, he look like he he look like he can though. Look at that face, girl. Ooh. That I bet you that tongue game off the chain. Mm-hmm. Look like he's mm-hmm. like, like, an animal at it, girl. Nasty, <laughs> girl. He looks nasty. I'm sorry. You still on the podcast, Brandon? Are you there? I'm. I'm yes, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. We have disrupted <laughs> Brandon's ears right now. He's not like, oh, oh I God. Think he looks nasty. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Usher looked like he nasty. He looked like he'll do some real, ooh, some things. Usher. Yeah. Shout out to Usher. Ooh. Usher, you know I'm here in Atlanta too, boo. I'm a Georgia peach. Holler at your girl. West side is the best side, baby. You know how I get sound. I got you, boy. <laughs> Disclosure, content, and everything. We ready. <laughs> We ready. We ain't telling nobody. That's a, <laughs> and 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 uh, for any interest, please email Star personally. Don't send none of that shit my way. I don't want none. I don't want no dick pics. Y'all can keep all of that shit. I'm a, I'm cool on all that. You remember when they started putting those dick pics? Like you remember at one time? No, I don't remember when they okay, started doing look. dick pics. Do you remember when all these celebrity dick pics just started showing up on Twitter, Instagram? Popping up everywhere. Didn't, I, wasn't Usher you know, dick Usher one, one of them? On Snapchat. That's why I fell back in love with him. What? Girl, Ooh, I was on God, I knew it. One, girl, a few weeks ago. Did you a save it? I did hear. I did hear that. I heard he put he put it on purpose though. Did you save it? Yeah, he did it on purpose because he didn't care. And you just Google it, Star. All you gotta do is just Google Usher's dick, and it'll pop up. On the Damn, internet. Usher, you, you you really doing it for me now, Usher? You can you can Google everything. Anything I you want to see. Usher likes to eat at Crystal's um, fast food restaurant. The Crystal's. I'm gonna just go sit. At they mother and they driveway and wait on this nigga, bro. Like that would, that would be the most interesting <laughs> approach to try to catch Usher I've ever heard. Cause ain't nobody gonna expect Usher to pull up, and I'm gonna be waiting on my baby Usher. I got you. You ain't even gotta come looking for me, baby. I know Ken- where to find you. Kendra, at. is that a good idea? Kendra, do you think Crystal's <laughs> Burgers is a good place for starters to stalk out her celebrity? <laughs> What's the all right? So if you're going to be, um. This is this is another section. It's called heart tips. Okay. So this name of this section is called heart tips. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you some tips. These are for the listeners, and people can ask you questions. All right. Okay. So we're gonna end the show off with some heart tips. I'm gonna ask a couple uh, tips from you, Star. Okay. So, what is the best vacation spot to do in relationship to what you're saying? What's the best vacation spot to be a thought at? Um, bar- to it up. Now, I if you guys don't know, I've been kind of like me and Brad have been going in and out about me going on my trip to Barbados. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Barbados, um, especially St. Lawrence Gap, um, Bridgetown, a couple of those really cute places. Um, best place to go be a thought. Like if you want to just goddamn thought it out and fuck it out, definitely a good place to go. The men look like ooh. I'm gonna tell you something. That's a different breed of men there, but we're not even gonna go there. Is it but about the, the men or just a spot? I'm looking for a the spot because I'm thinking about dudes too. Oh, when you look for the women, you're gonna be excited about the women there. They got that want, exotic. No, type I'm thinking look like sound. what spot would a woman go to that she'll be like, you know what? I guess it doesn't matter, right? It would never be that spot where a woman would go to. She's just gonna be who she is. No, that's not at, true. Right? No, no, that's not true. I would thought it out in Barbados, even though I didn't get a chance to do it. I had like my imagination was so strong about <laughs> and the motivation was so strong about me doing it. I just never I didn't get the opportunity to thought it out. However, Barbados is a good place to thought it out. It's very romantic setting. The beaches, the clear waters, the food, the the music, the 
the the erotic dancing like you know they shaking ass i think as a dude i think that's very important oh yeah dudes will get dudes will definitely be fucking the hell out of bitches in barbados no that's what i liked about new orleans because i remember that was the first place that girls actually grinded on me that bounce music shit yeah i remember that i was like what are y'all doing like i was even like you know i was still extra young and they were definitely just like you, I was at I was at Club Rockefeller. You were tainted, bro. Like they, they I was <laughs> I was light skinned shining up in there. I was I was all grown man body in there. I uh, just done sixty push ups. <laughs> I, I was in I was in the building. And uh it was like four weeks before I went to a Jeezy concert concert there. I made sure I came back <laughs> after to like, go to I a Jeezy concert. Gotta I gotta come back. back. And I remember that this girl just I don't even remember her face. I just remember she just said, Do you wanna dance? And next thing you know, she was just grinding on me like for like for like until they had curfew. And I was just like and this they is dance forever. This was like a rotation. I feel like it was such I don't know I don't know if it was just uh dry hump night. <laughs> whatever so it was but that was a whole very, bunch of different bitches just was shaking it was dry head. hump night at, it was dry wow. hump night that night in new orleans but wow. that's that's part of it being like erotic you know like that physical touch so i can mm-hmm. see how oh yeah if it's not popping like that in utah right so i imagine that's not mm. nobody's touching nobody in utah i think yeah pretty much not i mean we we used to dance a lot here in georgia but not like we yeah used what happened to anymore i don't um the they culture changed the culture changed the the native mixing in with the non-natives and people acting too damn bougie and not wanting to dance because they're looking at well who got and what got and all that y'all need to get out of that i I just want to say you know that we need to go to these clubs we got one life to live dance on somebody love on somebody love on somebody man. yeah that's how you that's how you find your love your mate not just staring at a motherfucker and looking for a drink or Looking for a number to get to possibly fuck at the end of the night. Dance on somebody. Love on somebody. Get to know these people in the club. You heard Usher and Beyonce song. You might get lucky in the bathroom if you do so. Put in some effort. Quit being so fucking lazy. That has happened to me before. Just like putting that Love little in effort. Club? Yeah. Oh. Little effort. That that happens. Yeah. You put in a little effort. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Magic it takes. happens. I think that that's all that it takes. I think that. If you're going to a vacation spot, though, mm-hmm. I want to go somewhere where there's... But nobody knows your name. Oh, that's not so important to me. I feel like I'm anonymous already. I think that's important. Because if people know you, you're going to you're gonna be kind of like black sand on a white beach. You're going to be noticed. But if nobody knows you... I already feel invisible. I feel like in Atlanta, <laughs> I go outside. I go run naked from here to the Stone Mountain... <laughs> And I would get probably six, I would get zero tweets about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, nobody, I feel like it's very, I feel like it's a uh, big metropolitan areas. Yeah. You can be anonymous and known at the same time. At the same time, yeah. That's yeah. True. So that's somewhere, I, don't I like, think I like I that situation. Same, but, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you I don't can be the same because. But you, you can go, you can get missing in West Atlanta right now. You know, yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, go yeah, get yeah, missing yeah, yeah. in West Atlanta right now, and then or East Atlanta or South Atlanta, wherever you want to. <laughs> you could get missing on your own side of town. Yeah, you whatever, can. You can. Whatever you want. I think that's a uh, a good vacation spot. I think for guys, I think a tip is if you try and get popping, you want to go with as much bankroll as possible. So you have to be strategic about this bankroll situation. 
I think you do because I think you, I think you should have your own bankroll or have a team of team bankroll situation. I think it should be a bunch of guys that come out there and y'all gotta worry about. It. Let me tell you something. Barbados, the food is cheap. There, our money is double theirs. You know, um, the only thing you'll be getting these yachts and getting these like go, doing these water sports activities and inviting okay. these women. That's how you're gonna get them. I'll tell you that right now. A man took me on a yacht, bro. I was thinking about man. We we did goddamn uh, jet skiing and we were on a yacht. We went we went scuba diving and snorkeling and and it was cheap as hell. But look, at the same time, it's like if a man takes that much time out to do that for you, and then I had a dude catch fish with his bare hand and grill it for me over oh, a fire second. on the beach. I will fuck Third the tip. shit out of a man like that. Third tip. Have oh, some free, oh. have some free time, Kendra. Ke- I'm telling you, you should have went. Kendra, what what you think? What what's some ideas? What's a tip for people that's going vacationing? I don't know. I haven't been on a vacation in so long, so I can't give any tips. I've been working, 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 working. working. <laughs> I don't have any tips. You <laughs> need no to vacation. Let me tell you, uh, Kendra is one of the most hardest working women and goddamn america but we do need to do a mommy vacay like literally get away from the kids and go be a thought somewhere like <laughs> literally yes. we must go do that yes just why not i know i know <laughs> i know girl because when you came down for the house moment when you know vicky came over he was like oh come on cooking by kobe ears yeah, right because <laughs> we was in there just talking he said, it goes down. It. it goes down when you leave your town. Oh, guess what? Oh, guess what? I just heard. I just heard this fa- fact that. Uh, no, I'm not gonna share this because it does have nothing to do with this. <laughs> okay. Random <laughs> shit. Random, Random shit. shit. Right, I, I, I thought it just went to my mind. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm not gonna share that fact with y'all. But I want to thank y'all for. I know that you're working hard. Kendra, I know that you're out here working hard. Very much appreciate you uh, being a, a, a participant in the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. I want to thank my co-host, Star, for, for being in the building. So, mm-hmm. we people, do you want to be reached, and how do you want to be reached? Kendra, how can we mm-hmm. – how can, how can the people connect with you? Can you give us, our, give us your um, media connects? If not, they'll just oh, all communication will go me through me. On okay. Instagram, mm-hmm. sleeping underscore beauty, mm-hmm. or Snapchat, sleep in beauty. Because I, I just sleep. I like beauty, sleep, beauty, sleep. That's pretty much what it is. But it's sleep underscore in beauty. Um, Facebook, you can connect with me there. I mean, really don't, no, don't connect with me on Facebook because that's only like family and friends. But all the other stuff. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Star. Whatever. But it's all sleeping beauty. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube you have a, you have a YouTube same. channel? She does. And she's What's funny. your YouTube about? You know. Just her being <laughs> fucking random. Y'all need to check out her YouTube for real. No, I ain't know. I ain't know. I ain't know you was out here in this YouTube, YouTube, YouTuber streets. Mm-mm. I teach you how to smile and how to blink. Just look for it. <laughs> okay. Is it, what is it underneath? Sleep in beauty? 
<laughs> is it okay? What's your YouTube link? Um, I think it's Kendra three one Kendra underscore three one eight. Oh, that's easy enough. Okay, what about what about you, Star? What's up? You know, you guys can always follow me on Facebook. Facebook everything. I do not discriminate. Family, friends, boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins. Link up with me on Facebook. Star, S-T-A-R-R, Keels, K-E-E-L as in Lacey, S as in Sam. Like I told y'all, my, my video blog, all of my traveling, I'm putting that together now, and I'll let y'all stay tuned on that. But I'll keep y'all posted. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. It's your man, Brandon, a.k.a. B. Diddy Radio. I want to thank Star for being on the show. Um, may all your blessings. peace and your blessings. May all your pain be champagne, and may all your tears be tears of joy. It's a heartlandpodcast.com.